Hi, it's producer Brian with The B. Scott Show. Have you ever tried an audiobook? It's a really cool and different kind of experience, especially when you hear Lenny Kravitz read his memoir, Let Love Rule, or you hear Matthew McConaughey narrate his biography, Green Lights. For you Mariah Carey fans, they have her narrating The Meaning of Mariah, so you'll want to hear that. It's just a whole new way of listening to books. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. They range from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. They've got thousands of titles. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, two Audible originals from a monthly selection, access to daily news digests like the New York Times and Washington Post, and guided meditation programs. We've been staying at home so much this year, sometimes it's been a challenge not to be bored. Audible can be the perfect way to entertain, educate, and heal yourself. Audible believes stories help. Stories entertain, teach, and keep our minds active, alert, and engaged so we can reshift our energy to finding ways we can help during this time. For you families with children who are away from the classroom, you might need this really badly. Audible launched a special website where anyone, anywhere can stream hundreds of their titles completely free, no strings attached, for as long as the quarantine lasts. Check out stories.audible.com. That's stories.audible.com. The experience is completely ad-free and completely anonymous, so no need to download an app, sign up, or log in. You just click, stream, and listen. Really cool. Audible has thousands of titles of podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. Visit audible.com slash bscott or text bscott to 500-500. That's audible.com slash bscott or text bscott to 500-500. VPN. What is a VPN? Well, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that encrypts your internet traffic and protects your privacy online. Basically, keeps you anonymous. With a VPN, you can securely access apps, websites, and entertainment platforms from anywhere in the world. Hey, it's producer Brian from The B. Scott Show. NordVPN protects your data, makes you anonymous while browsing the internet, and offers super-fast connections. You can unlock Netflix and Hulu and some of your favorite websites with NordVPN. NordVPN hosts more than 5,500 servers in 60 countries, allowing you access to super-fast web browsing around the world. They provide you with around-the-clock customer service and even provides a 30-day money-back guarantee to ensure your satisfaction. NordVPN has a strict no-logs policy. That means they never track, collect, or share your data, period. Your business is your business. It's compatible with most operating systems, including Windows, Mac OS, Linux, iOS, Android... And if you're a Chrome user, NordVPN has an extension that's super user-friendly from the first click. NordVPN provides double data encryption for increased anonymity, and you can browse the web in private because NordVPN prevents data logging. So if you're thinking of having your own virtual private network, definitely check out NordVPN. B. Scott listeners, get 68% off NordVPN. That's only $3.71 a month, plus you get an additional month free. Go to nordvpn.com slash scott or use the coupon code scott. That's 68% off NordVPN. That's only $3.71 a month, plus you get an additional month free. So go to nordvpn.com slash scott or use coupon code scott. Oh, here we go. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to The B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. Summertime time. Man, we just put 
putting dollars on your head. Niggas violating the gang or in the bed. Lady in the street, but the freak hoe in the bed. Chopper on them, that's my shooter in the red. Little nigga can't keep my pussy out his hands. Fuck a last minute, gotta book me in advance. Been a bad girl and I'm trying to get spanked. Pretty little body, but my face looks dank. I be in a truck that cost your whole house. Bitches in my tip, man, but don't come close. If you wanna celebrate the best, then come toast. Bitches ain't saying nothing but doing the utmost. Heard he wanna chew on my edible panties. Even when I tell him, see you tomorrow, he can't leave. Got the off white sneakers rocking a tan weave. When I come, I grab Simba, it's the stampede. Oh, little bitch won't ride it. Hey, told the bitch don't get her body. See, that's the Nicki Minaj that I really, I love. You know, I like it when she's rapping and having fun. And being upbeat and just like give me what I need without, you know, making me feel, you know, like, wow, that was intense. You know, that was like this relaxing, not relaxing. I mean, you know, I me, mean? it wasn't like I don't feel like I'm about to box somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, we are back with another episode of the B. Scott Show podcast. And I am accompanied by my wonderful producer, Brian Vasquez. Hey, B. Still hanging in there. Yeah, we got to stay hanging in there. <laughs> um, and speaking of Nicki Minaj, um, she just gave birth to a baby boy. And so congratulations to Nicki for that. And um, I wish her nothing but the best as she, um, you know, ventures into motherhood. As I've said before, I hope that and pray to God that it helps her with her attitude problem. <laughs> you know, I've seen how children can change people's whole situation. And I just really hope that's what happens to her because um, she needs it. And I think that it will. Motherhood is, it, it, it makes, from the my experiences of seeing my friends and people that I know um, have children, it causes them to realize that the world just does not revolve around them. Yeah, they change. For sure. There is now another or a couple of other beings, depending upon how many children they have, that um, really show them that there's another reason or something else for life, you know? And you know, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, I actually went through a situation recently where I was asked if literally... If I wanted, well, in a way, like if I wanted to go half on a baby. Jeez. And it was from an ex, you know, like a person that I had talked to um, in my past. And, you know, we had briefly discussed before, because I, you know, I've been toying with the idea of maybe having children um, and what that will look like for me and um, if I really wanted it. And, you know, this, the person I was talking to is starting the process of going through surrogacy. And they were like, just explaining to me the whole process of kind of like getting me that, like, you know, wanting me to chime in. Hold on one second. Give me a little, shut your mouth potion. Um, wanted me to chime in. And I was just quiet. <laughs> they, they were just talking and talking and talking. And I was like crickets. It was like literally. taking it all in. <laughs> I was taking it all in. And then I just realized I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. I'm like, in this crazy, crazy world that we live in, I can't imagine raising kids. I would be, my anxiety that I'm already having issues with would be through the roof. I would be going through it, you know, making sure, I'm trying to make sure that the child's okay and they're not seeing something they're not supposed to see. And, they, you know, it's like, it's too, it's too much stuff going on for me to think about raising a kid. And I'm just like, I just don't think that, that that's not something I want to do. I don't want to, every time I see a little, and I post oftentimes on my Instagram, um, cute little babies and stuff that I see. And I, for a quick second, I'm thinking like, well, maybe this baby is so cute. I mean, come on. Maybe yeah, that feeling, that feeling will go away real quick on the flip side of that. Oh, for sure. When the baby starts crying and this, that, and the other. And <sighs> so I, um, yeah, I was quiet when he was saying that. And I think I just realized, you know, I haven't told him yet per se, but I think that I I don't want to be involved in that process with him. And I don't want to have my own child. I do not believe. Um, and if somewhere down the road, I would um, think about having a child, I probably would adopt um, just because I feel like there's so many children out there that need homes and they're already here and born. And 
So that might be a way to go about it. Um, but also I think I need to start with like, before I go and take the leap, if even thinking about a child, I think I should just start with a dog. <laughs> baby steps, man. Yeah. I think I need a baby step, you know. Start with a plant, then move your way to a dog. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I, like, I can't even get past the concept of like me picking up dog shit. <laughs> like I'm going to buy something that's thousands of dollars and then train it. And then I got to, I got to get up early when this animal has to go outside to pee and shit. And I got to, I got to pick up the hot shit. Like, you know what I mean? I, I <laughs> Get a small dog. I mean, even a small dog, I can't even stand, I can't stand my own, my own shit, my own small shit, big shit, whatever I got to do at that time. I can't, I don't know. I can't deal. I have a, like a shit of phobia. <laughs> <laughs> and then think about that same dog coming in the house and like you know I like white furniture and stuff and then the dog will come up in the house and like you know scoot his booty on my sofa or something <laughs> that's what I'll be thinking in my head <laughs> oh god um, so yeah I, I don't think I want to have kids but you know you know, congratulations to Nicki Minaj and things of that nature and um, you know segueing from Nicki Minaj into Cardi B just because, you know, female rappers and things of that nature. Cardi B um, deleted her Twitter. She was basically, you know, I guess the fans were telling her how to live her life and was upset that she had um, taken Offset back and they were telling her, you know, attacking, attacking offset and also just telling her that she needs to do better. She's, you know, like basically giving her a whole bunch of advice. And she was like, she just deleted her Twitter. She's over it. She's like, she cannot, she's done. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree when people want to take a break from social media. The only issue that I have with Cardi B is that in one of her Instagram live videos, she basically was saying that the fans don't do shit for her. She don't need the fans, you know, um, you know, they don't do nothing for her. You know what I mean? Like she's good. Like, um, uh, you can't say that. You can't say that. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, we, you know, once you've been in this earth long enough, you can see situations and see what's going on. And her and Offset just have a, you know, it's a very up and down type of relationship. Um, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't. I don't know what how else to describe it, but it's kind it kind of feel it kind of feel feels like hood love in a way. It's just you know it's up and down. It's 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 just um, very intense at times, you know. And anything where you have to this is probably, this is her second time. Like so, she at one point before they got married, she had broken up with him. Then she got back with him. And then they got married and then she filed for divorce, you know, and then, they, and then she got back with him. So, I mean, anytime you got to go through all of that, you know that something ain't quite right with the situation. And when you live a public life, you can't expect the people that watch you and the people that you go to to support you, to give you your millions and, and to buy your Birkin bags, you know, because Cardi is constantly on IG, you know, showing people her Birkin bags, which is super expensive Hermes bags that are like super, super, super duper expensive. And that is built off on the backs of all those streams she gets, all those video views she gets, all the endorsement deals she gets because of her following. So in fact, her fans are the only reason she is where she is today. And she does in fact need them. Especially now she can't tour. Right. So people need to know like, you know, you can't, you can't bite the hand that feeds you and you can't get ahead of yourself. A lot of times the celebrity thing allows people to think that they can get ahead of themselves or they just sometimes react too quickly. Like when you get the urge of going on Instagram live and telling your millions of followers that you need to make your money, that you don't need them. I think you should just not go on Instagram live that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I really like Cardi B. She recently, during one of her Instagram lives, said that she loves me. And I love her, too. And I like her music. But the truth is the truth. And as my, you know, late father used to say, and it's just, you know, the truth shall set you free. <laughs> you know. 
And he also could say, tell the truth and love the Lord. <laughs> tell the truth and love the Lord. So, you know, Cardi just needs to, I think she needs to take a little break. Yeah. And then I also forgot a part of where she was doing Instagram live and, or I think she was doing an Instagram live or something, or she was trying to post something and she posted her titties. Big old tiggle bitties. The, you know, a big, you know, you know, like the thing is, I like big nipples. I mean, I like big nipples on men and women. Like, I just like big nipples. Something about big nipples, I really like. I like nips, okay? So when Cardi's, um, you know, displayed her, her tatas and she displayed her massive nipples, like they were massive. They were like, it was, it was a situation. Um... <laughs> Why are you laughing I'm like that, Brian? <laughs> so I'm gonna have to look it up now. She got some big titties. It's like it was like you know, big pieces of salami up there. Um, I think the Twitter people, you know, deemed it salami titties. Um, but what I would say is that the people who were criticizing how her breasts look must not have seen women's breasts before. Do you know what I mean? Like, so the guys, I think mostly guys were talking and making comments about, you know, how big her nipples were. Um, nipples come in a variety of shapes and sizes and, and um, proportions to the actual breast. It just depends on the person. And nip nipples can also be enlarged from breastfeeding and what she did for culture. But it's kind of like when you do something like that by accident, it's kind of like getting your finger shut up in your car door. You're moving too fast. <laughs> Slow down. That's what it means. It means you're moving too fast. It means, you know, I do that. I do some stupid shit sometimes too. Like, you know, like I, I, I try to leave my apartment, everything, get to the car and I don't got my phone. I'm like, what the hell is that? Or get to the car and don't have my car keys. How, how, how am I trying to go somewhere and I ain't got the car keys? That means, B, you're moving too fast. Pump the brakes. And I just feel like Cardi just needs to pump the brakes a little bit. Just pump the brakes. We like you. The WAP is a huge hit. It's still making bukus of money. You don't... I do say that you don't... We don't owe anybody anything necessarily outside of respect for supporting us. You know, I'm in a public eye too. And I can't sit here and say, you know, I don't need my love muffins. My love muffins are not important to me, you know, because my love muffins is the reason why I'm able to live the life that I live. Even though at times I am very overwhelmed and stressed out and all the other things, I am also very appreciative of the people who have supported me throughout the years. And I think Cardi is too. She's just frustrated. And she allowed a certain um, group of people or trolls to kind of like blur her vision as to how many people truly support her and understand how relationships go. Okay. So that being said, I hope that she pulls it together and, um, you know, she ain't going to be the first or the last that just, you know, likes some good ding ding. <laughs> Offset is some many, he's many things, but he does look like he got some good, some good ding ding. Okay. And she looks like she has everything capable of handling whatever he got. So they are <laughs> quite a situation. Um, but I did, before I forget this, I want to talk about this. This is something that I wanted to say because I actually had a conversation with a friend not too long ago about how I feel that social media and specifically Instagram has made it very difficult to date, right? Yeah. Sure. And to have a meaningful relationship. And it kind of connects to, it kind of connects to a conversation that I had in, you know, maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 podcasts ago where I was just saying, you know, about, you know, I was having an issue 
in the beginning of my in the, of my relationship or my interactions with the guy I was um, previously talking to, I was saying how I would see him like all these other type of guys that look nothing like me. And that was causing an issue, right? And so, but I'm taking this a step further. And what I'm going to say is that social media in and of itself makes it hard for you to really receive what you have access to, what your reality really looks like. So you're on social media and you're seeing these, all these people who literally seem like they're coming out the woodworks, you know, having these perfect bodies and, you know, everything they post is just like picture perfect. And they, they're, um, all over the world. Some of them are in Brazil, some in Germany, some are in um, South Africa, some, you know, everywhere, like across the globe, you're seeing all these people and these people are so good looking and they're so, you know, bodies are just out of this world and like all these things. And so that makes you, it's like, I feel like it's training us to think that that's what we want. And that's, and that's what we're going to have when that's not the case. And when you, it, it makes you like devalue and not want the people that are actually in your life and the people you actually have access to. Wow, For, because, I mean, th- just think about it. Like, so what makes you think that you are going to get a guy or a girl in Germany or wherever, or Brazil or whatever the case they may be, that's like this picture perfect person that you don't know don't know if that's even real. A lot of people are just good at taking pictures and are good at Photoshop and just are good at the trickery. And trust, trust and believe I have been set up before where I have saw somebody on Instagram, thought that they were just the best thing since sliced bread, arranged for myself to meet this person, interact with them, and then realized that everything that they were doing on Instagram was a big fat lie. It's like the modern day version. It's like it's the new version of Catfish. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't know with all this Facetune and Photoshop and stuff and light and it's just. So what I'm trying to say is that like it makes it so many people are missing out on the person or the people they should be interacting with and have access to because we are now. Thinking that, you know, we have access to or we we deserve or we're wanting this idea of perfection that does not even exist. And even if it did exist, what makes you think that person will really want to interact with you? And the people, the people that are actually going to love you and interact with you and things are far from these IG beauties or models, whatever. And let me just say this, everybody on IG now thinks they're a model. It's, I mean, if I had a dollar, like that's why you on your explore page, they just start, if you start noticing on your explore page, they will start giving you more of what you, you like. Right. And then I just never knew that it was so much of one type of guy before in my life. Yeah. That explore button's weird. It's weird, but I'm saying like, it's just like, you'll see the same person, but a variation of that person over and over and over and over again. Yeah, you will. You're right. But they all, yeah, they would have you believe they're top models. <laughs> they always doing some type of photo shoot. <laughs> hey, it's producer Brian with the B Scott Show, and someone recently asked me, "Where do I find my joy and happiness the most?" It was a question I wasn't really prepared to think about, but uh, after answering it, I realized how good it felt to even talk about it. You've heard B Scott talk about BetterHelp on the show and how much it's helped him. Right now is an especially sensitive time for a lot of people, and it's good to know that there is help available. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's safe, it's private, and you can start communicating with a therapist in under 24 hours. This is not self-help. You actually connect with a real professional counselor. You can send messages to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and actual thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You don't have to go to offices and wait in weird waiting rooms. You can do this all in the privacy of your own home. It's pretty cool. BetterHelp is affordable, it's more affordable than traditional counseling, and financial aid is available. Anything you share is confidential. BetterHelp has been helping so many people during this difficult time. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states right now. They're in huge demand. Like B. Scott, I want you to start living a happier life today. 
As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bscott. That's 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bscott. Join over the 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bscott. Hello, it's producer Brian from The B. Scott Show here to tell you about Audible. They've got the original book of Dracula, voiced by Alan Cumming and Tim Curry, along with an all-star cast. How cool would that be to hear? They've got other classic stories narrated by incredible talents that make listening to audiobooks extremely addicting. I saw they even have a Stephen King novel that has parts of it narrated by him. And his voice definitely creeps me out. This is definitely going to be my new favorite thing while I'm spending so much time here at home. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Each month, members get one credit to pick any title, two Audible originals from a monthly selection, access to daily news digests from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, and guided meditation programs. Now, if you're a family with children who are away from the classroom right now, you might need this even more. Audible has launched a special website where anyone anywhere can stream hundreds of their titles completely free. No strings attached for as long as the quarantine lasts. Go to stories.audible.com. That's stories.audible.com. And most of the titles are suitable for the whole family to listen to, each title handpicked by their editors to provide a mix of education, entertainment, classics, and general interest content. The stories are available in English, German, French, Spanish, Japanese, and Italian. It's all free, and it's all for you there at stories.audible.com. You can just simply visit the site from your computer, tablet, or smartphone, and the experience is completely ad-free, completely anonymous. You don't need to download an app or sign up or log in. Just click it, stream it, and listen to it. Audible also wants you to get better sleep. So they've teamed up with Thrive Global and created short, soothing audio experiences. And you can meditate with Diddy, drift off with Nick Jonas, and many more very, very cool experiences. There are so many benefits to checking out Audible. Visit audible.com slash bscott or text bscott to 500-500. That's audible.com slash bscott or text bscott to 500-500. Hey, it's producer Brian from The B. Scott Show. And one thing I have definitely wanted to do was up my cooking game, especially with all the time that we've been spending at home. But one of my biggest roadblocks has been the grocery store and just the amount of time it takes to research recipes and figure out what ingredients you need and then spending even more time prepping the kitchen to cook. I mean, it can be really, really exhausting. HelloFresh has completely changed the game for me in that way. I mean, it's brilliant. You get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with amazing recipes that are easy to follow and it's delivered right to your door. I mean, you literally skip the grocery line. It allows you to cook comfortably at home. And best of all, it's pretty affordable. It really is. You can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus your local grocery store. It saves you time. It saves you stress. And it saves you money. I mean, I tried HelloFresh for myself and was really impressed with how they put these recipes and meal kits together. I made my first meal, which was Thai coconut curry chicken, and I made it in less than 30 minutes. I'm not kidding. Everything you need comes in the box, and it's super easy to cook. You start learning little cooking tricks, and you see what spices blend well together for ideas of your own later, too. The recipes, they have nice pictures and are super easy to follow, literally one, two, three, and you're done. They have a lot of different meal options for people looking for low-calorie, vegetarian, kid-friendly meals. They've got it all covered, and a lot of variety, too. You can customize your meals, and you can customize your schedule for when days you receive your meal kits. You can change your days, your food preferences, or you can even skip a week whenever you need to. It's pretty easy to see why this is literally America's number one meal kit out there. They just know what they're doing. So go check them out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BScott80 and use code BScott80 to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. That's HelloFresh.com slash BScott80 and use code BScott80 to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. I'm just saying, like, you got to start. We got, I mean, I don't know how to break the cycle because it just seems like wishful thinking. Is definitely window shopping. And that window shopping is really messing up dating because after you look at all these people that are presenting themselves from all over the world as perfect, perfect bodies, beautiful, like it's like it's like as if the universe they hit the genetic 
you know, jackpot. And everything about them is just perfect. And we're looking at that every day and we're liking that every day. And then when you go back to your the regular people that you have to interact with, they start to become not good enough. It's true. They're not good enough for you. And I think that, I mean, I think that was a part of the issue that I had with the person that I was talking to. I just feel like I'm obviously good enough in certain ways, of course. Like I exceed in certain areas, but there's certain things of like, there's certain things I can't compete with. Like I can't compete with these people that are on, on IG that are not real. You know, like I don't, I can't compete for that. Like I can't compete. Like I can't, you know, everybody has different makeups. You know, if you're constantly on IG liking photos of these super built um, guys, you know, super built guys and that have a certain aesthetic, that's not my aesthetic. And I'm going to tell you this, Love Muffins, and I'm going to tell you this and you better absorb it in. The reason why on these all these different platforms is called likes when you like something. You cannot tell me that the likes and your interactions on social media, which is, which is worth so much money because they take that information and then they sell it to people who want to market you things because they know exactly what you like. You can't tell me that a person that you're talking to and you see a pattern in what they like and what they like is not you. Nothing about what they're liking looks like you. You can't tell me that that doesn't relate to your relationship. You can't tell me that, oh, that's just that person just, you know, just having fun on social media and doesn't mean anything. Sure, yes, the hell it does mean something. That means that's what they like. That's why it's called liking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, that's the truth. And you can pretend to yourself that it doesn't mean anything. You can pretend that that's not a reality. But trust and believe that that person had an opportunity with one of those people they consistently like. It got to a point where the guy that I was talking to um, was liking, he would, there were certain people that he followed that he would like their photo within, I would have to say, 30 seconds. Because I started watching. I was like, I started monitoring it. I was like, let me, you know, let me follow some of these people that he follows just so I can see how that works. And some of the people that he followed, he would like some of their photos like on it. Like he's on it so quickly, wanting them to know that he liked that photo as quickly as possible within like 15 to 30 seconds. And then my photos, of course, which are not necessarily me, but they still like supports my brand. He most of the time didn't even like those photos. That could bug me. Yeah. And then you look at the people he likes and it don't look like me. I mean, and if and it gets to the point where, and it literally got to that point was like, if that's what you want, and if you think those people would actually want you, then that's what you should go get. And the, 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 I guess the greater meaning is here. So much of our life is spent on wanting people who don't actually want us. We want people so much of our life. We want people that don't want us. We pay attention to people who don't pay attention to us. Instead of cherish, cherishing and, and interacting with people that we have access to, that actually do care about you. That are right in front of you. That are right in front of you. Not some imaginary person on IG, I'm telling you, these people don't look like that. They're a human just like you are. We all have imperfections. No one's perfect. And you mean to tell me when you look on Instagram, we're now all of a sudden going to be find, finding thousands of perfect people? And it's just like, you know, I, I thought about that. I was just thinking that that is a bigger issue. It's like, it just can't be my last situation with this person. And I know it's bigger than that. I'm sure my love muffins... Um, and Love Muffins, you can, you know, tweet me or, you know, um, leave a comment somewhere or DM me or whatever the case may be and let me know. But I do believe this is something that's a pattern. Like, it, and even if you are in a relationship and you spend your time just looking at all these perfect people who are presenting these perfect lives, no one's showing 
their bad moments. No one's showing the ugly photos. No one's really showing what they're going through, you know, the ups and downs of their daily lives. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like cheating in a way. Like sometimes it's easy to go out and cheat and have an affair with somebody because they don't know you. They don't have all the baggage of the relationship. It's it's an escape. And I feel like social media has become this way to cheat in a way, like mentally, just kind of just like the fantasy of what would it be like to be with this person that I know I probably would never interact with. But at the same time, that fantasy is, is depriving you of the real opportunity of enjoying people that are actually in your life. And that's deep. I mean, that's a, that's a deep thing and it's very pervasive. Social media, I mean, that's why it's so powerful in politics because what you're looking at, what you're liking, what you're reading, you are absorbing in and it becomes a part of your beliefs. A part of what you are really into and you start, you start expecting people to look like that. That's the reason why people are going out and getting facial work to look like the filters. It was all fun and games until people actually are going to plastic surgeons and saying, I want to look like this filter or I want to look like how I look when I have this filter on. I have plastic surgeon friends and people who work in the industry and they tell me that's what's happening. People and young people too, like super young people are coming in. I can't even believe that parents would even allow them to do it, but they're coming in asking to look like these filters that are on Instagram and Snapchat. Damn. I'll tell you one thing. This shut your mouth potion that I made tonight. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. When I tell you it is good and it's like a classic, you know, I don't know what I did, but it's hitting for something. It is hitting for something. What is it's it? It's like, it's an iced tea. Okay. Got some good old iced tea. I sweetened it because, you know, I'm Southern. <laughs> and as Tapitha said, because that's my business. <laughs> I sweetened it. I put in some Tito's and I got some fresh lemon, you know, to help me with my throat. Okay. You know, this, this LA air is dry and it's just, all, man, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I'm just now I'm always congested in a way. And it's just delicious. It's like, it's something, but I, I mean, ooh. Just got the right ratio going. It got the right rate. And when I tell you, you hit that spot as I was talking, <laughs> oh, baby. Okay. I'm just saying, it's just a lot. This is a lot for me. And I think during this time period, it's really hitting hard that, and what I'm frustrated by is that a person that I spent a whole year and a half with and invested in and tried to nurture a relationship you know, when shit went down, like, I mean, this is the time where you, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like a part of my spirit is like, you invested in this so you could have somebody during this time. Right. You invested in this for a whole year and a half so you could have somebody during this time. So I feel like I'm just frustrated right now. You know, in addition to, like, I don't have any of my favorite things. And I said to you before we started the show, I was like, I feel like I feel like in a certain ways, I feel like I fell in a hole. This year feels like I fell in, like, it literally feels like I fell in a hole. And I was pretending like I didn't fall in one, but I was like, damn, I'm in this hole. <laughs> I'm just walking along, you know, before Corona and everything. I'm just walking along being like, I had, you know what, Brian, what it comes down to? Hmm. I had plans for this year. Yeah, you did. I had motherfucking plans for this year. I had thing, things I wanted to do. And I had in my head how I was going to do it and who I was going to do it with and all this stuff. And Corona, politics, whatever, came and shitted on all of it. Yeah, it's been really depressing lately. It really has. So it's I don't blame you for feeling this way. I've been in hold myself throughout this whole process. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I have been, I have been believing what my love muffins have been saying to me. They have been saying, you are so strong. You are this. You're such an inspiration. I was, I was like, you know what? I ain't as tough as I think I am then. 
Yeah, but you you were on the money though. I mean, a lot of the things that you did share were inspirational and they were comforting. And mm-hmm. I mean, you you nailed it on the head for a lot of us. <sighs> Cause baby, I mean, some days it's like the best. I feel like I'm in a hole. I'm running on E. It's kind of like my tires on my car. Like my car, we I have like these specialty rims on my AMG, and it. For some reason, it's like it's I'm always it's I'm always getting the flat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the way the potholes are set up in Los Angeles, I'm always getting the flat. And thank God, Love Muffins, if you ever have the option to get tire and wheel protection when you are about to get a car, please get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Be- because I was I have been in and out of there like at least four times this year. And, but I'm saying, I'm saying that now just say like, I feel like I'm on empty and I'm not just got a flat. I feel like I'm running on the rim spiritually. <laughs> I'm on the rims. I'm over there. Like you got, you have to fix, you have to fix this tire and you're going to have to fix all these rims. <laughs> and what this year had done to me is that I think that I hadn't slowed down and I hadn't slowed down because I knew if I had slow, if I slowed down, then all the things that I didn't want to deal with emotionally would catch up to me. Hey, it's producer Brian from the B Scott show. And I'm here to talk to you about VPNs, virtual private networks. During these weird times, VPNs are actually really, really helpful and important, especially for security Uh, My wife is actually using it for her job security. They set her up with a VPN. And you should at home as well if you are streaming or live broadcasting or if you just want to keep whatever you're doing on the internet private and untraceable. Now, when it comes to VPNs, NordVPN has been the one to go to. They protect your data, they make you anonymous while browsing the internet, and it offers super fast connections. But did you also know that you can unlock Netflix, Hulu, BBC, and many more of your favorite entertainment sites with NordVPN? NordVPN hosts more than 5,500 servers in 60 countries, allowing users to access super fast browsing. NordVPN sounds like they're definitely the one to go to for this. I mean, if you have any questions or concerns about the service... NordVPN provides around-the-clock customer service and even provides a 30-day money-back guarantee to ensure that you're happy with it. And if security is really, really important to you, for most of us it is, NordVPN has a strict no-logs policy. That means they never track, collect, or share your data, period. Your business is your business. So NordVPN is compatible with most operating systems, including Windows, Mac OS, Linux, iOS, Android, and NordVPN provides double data encryption for increased anonymity. I mean, they're really taking their privacy seriously here. So for you B. Scott listeners, you get 68% off NordVPN. That comes to only $3.71 a month. Plus you get an additional month free. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. So check out nordvpn.com slash Scott, or you can use the coupon code Scott. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. And so the pandemic making me slow down, making me afraid to go outside, making me literally having me in the bed day after day, just because we all were shook. When that first, when that first came down, everybody was shook. And that slowed me up that, you know, I was always flying somewhere, doing this, doing that, running around, doing, you know, like I was just doing a whole bunch of nothing. And then when I slowed down, it was like, you know, it allowed all the things that I had been, you know, ducking and dodging to catch up with me. And I must say that the therapy that I've been in is helping a lot. Like me and my therapist, my therapist has come in and she's literally has become like one of my best friends. Like she is, I mean, she's a delight. She be cracking me up. She listens to me, you know, like. I can tell her all my personal business. Like when I, honestly, when I, when you guys hear me talk about BetterHelp and these ads and things of that nature, it is not just because it's an ad. BetterHelp has personally helped me this year. 
Like, I don't know what I would have done if I did not have my therapist to talk to. I mean, I, I look forward to my weekly conversations with her because I have got so much to get out. Like I have so much, you know, like, and we, for those of you out there that feel like you are in a hole or feel like you are, you know, don't know how to um, pull yourself up. Number one, it's okay to be where you are. It's okay to understand and to acknowledge the fact that you're not in the best of places. And then you, you have to seek some type of way to talk about it, to discuss it, to hopefully bring in a health, you know, like a professional, like a therapist. A professional therapist is what you need. And I, you know, at different times in my life just felt like, you know, I don't need no therapist. You know, I just, you know, I'm fine. I mean, I'm going to get over it, you know. And I realized those years where I did not um, have a therapist or was not checking in with someone contributed to what I'm feeling now, where it's like these things that I were not properly dealing with are now catching back up with me. And, you know, it's just like a, this year is like a year of a reckoning. Yeah, it is. And some days I just feel like I'm in a daze. Some days I'm like, you know, <laughs> very much just here. <laughs> I'm just like present, you know, like in school, you like, <laughs> teaching me like Brandon, <laughs> present, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> And that is okay. Cause you know, some days the best we got is just to be here. And, you know, it's just this year and the election and it's just so much foolishness going on, you know, from all the bullshit, the ice cube, you know, came from like, of all the people and all the experts and all the, the professors and activists and people you mean to tell me that Ice Cube, Ice Cube is the one that, the one that's going to help right the wrongs or help change the course of how the black community is addressed and what we have to deal with in this country? The Ice Cube is going to do that? That's how you know that the Trump administration is not serious about shit when it comes to black people. Because they already had so many people. They, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to get serious, you go to the people who are knowledgeable, the people who can talk and have plans and probably have done, you know, thesis, thesis is on like, you know, how to right the wrongs of what is going on in the black community. You mean Ice Cube is going to be the one? No, Ice Cube's not going to be the one. That's the one. That's how you know the Trump administration was never serious when it comes to helping black people. If any black person listening to this podcast actually thinks Trump is going to help them or gives a shit about them, when Trump won't even condemn white supremacists and these white supremacists are killing black people, when Trump won't condemn the murdering of innocent black people on the streets, if you think that he somehow cares about black people, you you lost and we ain't ever going to find you. <laughs> it's pure foolishness. Today, for example, 50 Cent. 50 Cent, you know, came out and said that he is going to be supporting Trump because he saw some alleged Biden tax plan and he didn't like how much taxes that people over, making over $400,000 have to pay. So he's going to vote for Trump. Jesus. And it just represents, just like Kanye and the rest of them. It's like, you know, we have certain people in our community that, you know, use the community for their support, to make their millions, to make their and or billions. And then once they get to where they want to be, they leave the community, they leave the people behind. And that is what it represents. You know, Kanye West has money, Ice Cube has money, 50 Cent, but they all three of them have money. And 
their willingness to be receptive to any of the bullshit that Trump is putting out just shows that they're disenchanted. They have the luxury of worrying about a potential tax increase because they make over $400,000. Think about that. So all the other social stuff doesn't matter to you. You're only concerned with your money. So they can go ahead, you know, you can go ahead and reelect a person that's going to contribute to black people being killed on the streets every day from police brutality and all other forms of, of discrimination. That's okay with you as long as, you know, you get to keep your money. And that's how you know 50 Cent ain't shit. And 50 Cent, to be honest, hasn't been shit for quite some time. He is the biggest internet troll that you ever want to meet or ever would see. And the fact that nobody, the fact that he keeps getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after he has said some, like some of the most atrocious, craziest things and the memes and things, that's horrible. Bullying at his, bullying at his, at his, the most highest extent is what he's been doing. And that's, I mean, that's a part of like, for me, like I have been in this business for, you know, such a long time now. And I'm just like, I'm over the foolishness. I'm over the foolishness. But some foolishness I do need to clarify. (laughs) Some foolishness I do need to clarify is that Housewives of Atlanta exclusive information that we did I um I think in the last podcast, I think it was my last podcast, right? Yeah. On my last podcast, I was talking about how um doing the the cast trip for the Housewives of Atlanta, um that the girls got, you know, rather rowdy and a little freaky deaky in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. And I also said that the, you know, at at some point, there was a, you know, a little, you know, under the sea type of moment. You know, you know, people, they it was like three of the ladies were, you know, swimming with the, the fishies. You know, they were <laughs> speaking, speaking a little lesbianese. Um, and then two of the ladies went to the back room with the stripper and allegedly, from what I heard, went pat, 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 pat. Okay. And I also heard that Bravo has the footage or they have the tape. Um, The cameras were taped up. Two of the cameras, I do believe, were taped up, but unbeknownst to the two people um, in the room that were getting in allegedly with the stripper, um, there was sound. So you could hear the moaning. You know, you could hear the back shots. (laughs) And then, you know, um, after we said that, there was other reports by other um, websites and things where they were speculating as to who they were, who the two women were. And no one was getting it right. And so we came out, lovebscott.com, bscott, you know, because... That's what I do, and that's what I'm known for, and that's you know why I'm part of the reason why I'm legendary. Um, came out and said that it was you know Portia and it was Tanya that were allegedly the two women in the room with the stripper, and that came out and that was a moment. And up until that moment too, all the other housewives besides Portia and Tanya were all saying it wasn't her. You know, they were literally saying it wasn't them. You know, so basically each one was coming up saying it wasn't me. Literally, Marlo, I think, had a video where she was, you know, something, something, something. It wasn't me. You know that song? Um, but, yeah, I came in and I said, this is the two people, you know. And so I, I ran my story. And I knew it after I ran my story, you know, like the stripper, whoever it was, is going to show up. And then the said stripper showed up. His name is Bolo. Okay. He definitely got the bolo, okay? <laughs> He's a bolo, all right. Big old piece of meat. That's a great okay? name. That's a great name. 
I feel like his meat is, is bigger than he is. He's a short little thing, but he got a big old piece of meat. That bolo, like a bolo sausage. Doesn't it sound like a, a certain type of sausage? I want the bolo. Can, can I get two scrambled eggs and the bolo, please? And so he came out and he was saying, basically he denied it with a smirk on his face, you know, saying nothing happened. Okay, nothing happened. And that he didn't need no extra dick, um, extra mileage on his dick. Whoa. Right? But number one, I never heard a man um, re- refer to mileage on their, their dick before. <laughs> That's the term he used? Uh-huh. <laughs> I usually hear that when it comes to a woman. You know, a woman says she don't want no extra mileage. You know what I mean? It's like, I never heard a man say that. So that was interesting to me. And then just saying nothing happened. So, so... For you to say, you know, that's how you know that there's some there's something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing happened. You didn't say, I, I, I don't know these women. I didn't interact with these women. We didn't go to the back room together with, you know, alone. You know what I mean? He said nothing happened. What do you mean nothing? What do you mean nothing happened? What, what did you do? What, what did you do in the back room with these women Knowing that you were already naked or half naked and you went in the room and closed the door with these two women. So what what did go on? You mean to tell me that they just they just was there just just looking, you know what I mean? Like just what they they had their prayer cloths and they were praying to the Lord, you know, like they were just praying that the Lord, you know, for salvation from this bolo. Now, you can fool a fool, but you can't fool a fool. Now, you mean to tell me that a stripper came and they went to the back room and from what I understand, didn't leave that Bolo didn't leave until about 7.30 in the morning. What were y'all doing all night? And then Tanya came out and said that, you know, this the, the rumor that's going around about her is not true. But we'll see. We'll have to see what happens on the show. We'll have to see what's going to happen. But I'm not saying there's no judgment. I'm not trying to judge nobody. Because, hey, look, now hold on now. You know, I have tangled with, you know, some bolos before myself. (laughs) There ain't nothing wrong with a bolo. I haven't tangled with that bolo, with that stripper. Oh, no. I'm saying, I just, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But just own your shit. That's my thing. Own your shit. Just own, own what you, you know, you, you know, everybody's grown here. Mm-hmm. We can handle it. You feel me? So that was, that happened. We're going to see what's going on. Once again, I didn't want to be in the tea because, you know, after I had to, you know, keep going in on Nini until she finally admitted that she was forced out the show, I was just going to let the housewife, that housewife story, you know, going and, and just into the oblivion. But I couldn't let my dear love muffins, you know, not get the clarification that they need. I actually talked about it on my podcast, but we didn't run it on the website apart, you know, about what happened um, during the cash trip, just because I wanted my love muffins on the podcast to have like some exclusive information. But then when we saw all these other sites, that, I mean, you know, it's crazy too. Like all these, I mean, it's so many sites that have so many, um, so much resources and so many employees and they can't seem to get an exclusive if it is hit them upside the head. How are you going to run an exclusive and you don't have the who? <laughs> how do you run? And let me tell you, how do you run an exclusive on a site and you don't have who the two housewives were? So all the other sites that ran this exclusive without the who what the fuck are you doing? You got all the other e- details, but you don't have the two people, the two people that allegedly did it? <laughs> oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Um, trying to think. I think you covered a lot today. I think I covered a lot today. There's a lot going on. You did good. I think you did good. I think I did good too. And with that being said, you know, I want to thank you, Love Muffins, for listening to the podcast. I want to thank you for your support. 
I do see you guys begging and pleading for me when I, you know, don't give you the podcast um, as quickly as you would like. Um, but just know that I'm trying my best and I'm trying to, you know, be in the place mentally and spiritually and um, where I can come and do the podcast and I'm doing it and I'm doing the best I can and I'm grateful for that. And thank you also for, we're now um, over 200,000 on my IG. Um, we are slowly marching back to 1.5 million. So if you're not following me, please go to Instagram.com slash Scott or at Scott and follow me. Um, I really do appreciate it, but we're in this together. I'm going to continue to um, come here and view this as a privilege to talk to you. Um, and we're just going to take it week by week and, you know, take all of this stuff that we're going through day by day. And until next time, double kisses. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. Thank you.